0: Welcome back. Since the last time that we were able to sit down and actually record an episode of this podcast and share some ideas with one another, there's been quite a bit of news in the gaming space that sadly I was unable to cover just due to being super busy and being held hostage by a couple of games in particular. Octopath 2 took over 100 hours of my life, then of course when Tears of the Kingdom released, that got my full attention. Thankfully I was done with Octopath by that point. I say this to explain the extended absence. I never meant to take a two-month hiatus from the podcast. I meant to come back and speak on E3's cancellation and many other things that have happened in the roughly two-month period since I last uploaded and there was a new episode of the podcast. Hopefully now I'm back for good and can find time in between playing Tears of the Kingdom and whatever other games might come about and take my attention away to get some content out to you all on a more regular basis. Let us hope that is the case. As always, if you're new here, thank you for taking your time to give us a listen to see if this is your cup of tea, if you've been with us for some time. Thank you for hanging out with us from the beginning, continuing to listen to me rambling about games and news and gaming, giving us a, give us a follow on our social platforms at this time. We are on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Twitter if you have not already. With that said, thank you for tuning in to Gaming and let's jump right into things. And we'll jump right to brass tacks and talk about what we came here to talk about, and that is Sony's PlayStation Showcase, which had some good announcements, and some that were just okay, and there's a lot to be thankful for, in my opinion. A lot of people online were saying that this is a very mid-presentation. It wasn't that great. I think there's a lot to be thankful for. We didn't get a lot of solid, concrete release dates there. But this is, you have to think of this as what it is. With E3 being canceled this is playstation's e3 presentation that the presentation was over an hour long it took me by surprise i didn't expect it to be that long but there was a lot that they showed off here this would be playstation's e3 presentation so this is basically setting up the next year to giving some releases for the 24 2024 year some of which inevitably will be delayed but the job of this is just to get you excited for upcoming playstation titles as well as possibly getting you out there to buy a playstation 5 if you have not already and i've got to say after the showcase i am a little bit tempted myself the first game we saw was fair game fair games it was a cinematic trailer that just showed off a heist like shooter seemed to be something like payday could be squad based there but with more high tech gadgets it was short and sweet it's coming to PS5 and PC no date was given on this like many of the titles that we will discuss today hell divers 2 now the original hell divers was a game that i spent a fair amount of time with playing online on psn with a group of friends it was just so much fun one one aspect that i hope they remove from the sequel is friendly fire Uh, I say that because it was very easy to take out your teammates in the process of trying to kill one of the enemies that was quickly approaching you. One change I noticed about this from the cinematic trailer and what seemed to be small snippets of gameplay without a HUD view, uh, the title seems to have shifted from an isometric top-down view to a third-person over-the-shoulder shooter, which may be for the best given, as I said, Friendly Fire was a real problem in the original. I had those fond memories of playing with my friends on PSN, and I also took this over at my buddy Phillips' house. We played this a good bit. It's just a lot of chaos. You can kill each other very easily by dropping in stratagems in the wrong location, or if your friend doesn't seem to be paying attention, walks right under where a stratagem is going to drop. It's 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 an interesting title. It's over the top. It's it doesn't take itself too seriously. In the original titles, they would they would say. Uh, spread democracy or spread freedom and basically going out and conquering planets that were full of bug type creatures we're trying to spread democracy to the galaxy so i have to believe that this will be over the top as well just from the trailer we were shown and i'll be interested to see if there is online co-op only at this point given everyone cannot fit on the same screen the way they could in the original since it's not the isometric top-down view where everybody's going to be on that one screen it'll likely be online only but only time will tell about that another title that we've seen a little bit of in the past is immortals of avium an ea original titles this seems to see you facing demons monsters and even dragons utilizing various different spells that are at your disposal some long range some melee based one of the spells was a laser beam laser beam and another appeared and smaller green balls that were around your wrist and they fired off similar to an automatic weapon at your enemies it seems very fast-paced and hectic this looks like it could be a bit of fun depending on how engaging the gameplay loop is and if it can keep you hooked and keep your attention and things fresh with different spells and abilities rotating in a sequel to a very fast paced game ghost runner 2 trailer showing off a little bit of what can be described as the gameplay as well as cinematic trailer the protagonist is riding around on a motorcycle sliding around stylistically taking out enemies using your weapons and various other abilities were that were shown off it is coming sometime in 2023 and it's sure to please plant fans of the original i never played the original it's very fast-paced i'm not a big fan of these games that are hey let's run through this and clear out enemies as quickly as we can it's just not my cup of tea phantom blade zero looks to be an action title that's coming to the ps5 at some point in the future the art style is very dark it sees a lot of muted palette new muted colors used in the palettes there with some of the enemies only certain of them being a bit more colorful though blood does give us a brighter palette from time to time as we slash enemies and we see that spray out in what would appear to be the gameplay for this there was execution shown, attacking, taking cover, and wall running. It's a little early on this to determine what it's going to be about. I don't think we even got a release year, but it looks interesting enough. Next up, we saw the Talos Principle 2. that seems to be a beautiful puzzle game, much like its predecessor. Uh, there was an, a cinematic trailer teasing some of the puzzles that we will be tasked with solving. Uh, basically, all we saw there, a little 30-second play play 32nd snippet there neva appears to be an artsy style very little other than a cinematic trailer we saw a large white wolf be devoured then neva i guess is the main character comforting the cub i, I suppose cat quest pirates of the Caribbean drops in 2024 for both ps4 and ps5 these games are very cutesy and just look to be a lot of fun i never played the first two but have thought about it when I've seen them on sale. Since they're both couch co-op, the naval combat just adds even more fun to these titles, and it looks to be interesting. You're likely playing as a pirate given the title there. Foam Stars seems to be Square Enix's attempt to capitalize on Nintendo's Splatoon popularity. You seem to spread around foam in the battlefield hitting your enemies with said foam. They seem to be different types of attacks based on the character that you're using, One character had two pistols that seemed to shoot out bubbles. Another had a pack that propelled them forward so they could perform melee attacks. And yet another had a continuous beam gun. They also seem to have added modes of traversal. I noticed one of the individuals has a snowboard with like a fan on back blowing it around. I just wish Square Enix would stick to their bread and butter at, at times. But I understand they have to experiment in order to pay for... The next new thing that will work for them or pay for some of their flops. It's gonna be squad based, multiplayer, of course. As I said, trying to capitalize on the popularity of Splatoon. The Plucky Squire, the game looks like it's set in a hand art hand drawn art book to begin with, and it expands to a 3D world with many different areas to explore. There'd appear to be RPG elements and battles and combat in certain areas and action style gameplay in others this game is going to drop on 2023 in ps5 though it doesn't look too graphically impressive i have to think they could have put this on past gen consoles as well but maybe they for the sake of simplicity and time they just wanted to design for one texture only tear down now this was a title that excited me a bit when i saw it there were a lot of weapons and destructible environments built out of lego blocks and Destruction seemed to be the name of the game. You can soup up cars, throwing blocks on the back of them to create turbo boost, and then destroy entire environments or buildings. The gameplay shown showed us cars and many different buildings being destroyed. At one point, C4 is placed on a wall, and a whole portion of the wall is blown away. This game seems chaotic, and like I would have a lot of fun with it. Personally, Not a no date was given for the title's release, but it is coming to the PS5 in 2023. Now, next one is a big title that many people have been clamoring for. They've been wanting remakes of this franchise for years. Myself, I am not the biggest fan of this franchise. I've only played about two titles in that series. That is the Metal Gear Solid series. The two titles I played are the original that was for a couple minutes over at my friend's house back on the PS1 day. I appreciate you letting me play your games back then, Josh. Didn't own a PS1. It wasn't exactly for me. I didn't exactly like that. And the other one was Phantom Pain. Never finished it. I kind of fell off. The sneaking around just didn't seem like it was for me. At some point, I'm going to have to go back and give it another shot. It is critically acclaimed. People seem to have loved that title. Loved the series as a whole. But Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater is getting a, remi- or a remake. And many fans have been clamoring for this. Begging Konami for this for some time. And there's get- this was an announcement in a cinematic trailer. I'm excited to try and remedy never playing these in the past. I'm excited to try to remedy the fact that I never played any of these titles when I was younger. So I will probably pick this up at some point when I get a PS5. There was also a Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1 announced, which is going to include Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty, and Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater, the original title. Since this is titled Volume 1, it tells me that we're going to see other games in this franchise making a return in the same way. I have to imagine that this will be $70 featuring all three of the games with some quality of life improvements and a little bit of updated graphics, so it does say that these games are as they originally were. I have to think that Konami put a little work in them, or hope at least. I do not see these being fully remade or remastered given what they announced. There also seems to be confirmation that these will release in a physical copy. I think it was the Spanish or Spain account for Konami was asked if there will be a physical copy, and they said yes, so let us hope about that. Tower of Agazba. This game is a beautiful game featuring scenic environments, interesting creatures, and the ability to build structures and ability from what we were shown. We only saw a small bit of what is on offer from this title, but it's coming in 24 24 and it has me interested in seeing what it can do it has you gliding around there or giant narwhal like monsters narwhal like whales flying in the sky around you it just has a lot going for it and i feel like it'll draw quite a few people in final fantasy 16 i have to tell you the marketing budget for this from square enix to sony has to be through the roof though given that it is going to be a ps5 only title for the time being I kind of see why Sony would show this off at their showcase, their PlayStation showcase, because it does, you're you're showing what's coming in the near future. Even though this is only like a month away at this point, I guess you want to show it off a little bit more. The game is about a month out exactly as I said, and I just know it will review highly and push hardware sales for Sony the way they are hoping. I, for one, am ever so tempted to finally make that big purchase. If not for this title alone, then for multiple titles that are kind of pushing my hand at this point. Alan Wake 2 We were shown a little bit of a trailer showcasing some of the story and gameplay. The title looks to keep your heart pumping and deliver a scare to audiences when it releases on October 17th of this year. I still have to go back and finish the original. This title looks to be coming exclusively to Next Gen with PS5 being the only logo shown. But I have to imagine that this will hit the ps or the xbox series x as well or whatever whatever that console, the next generation xbox as well assassin's creed mirage seems to return us to the middle eastern roots of the assassin's creed series showing off familiar abilities and techniques we knew from games past it also seems to add in some other features i'm not aware that you could bribe guards but one of the npcs mentioned that you could probably probably bribe a guard to look the other way I hope they were able to differentiate the title enough from past games, as that seemed to be the problem with the franchise for me as a whole. Aside from the very convoluted story that we got, the games tweaked the features but were more or less the same game with a fresh coat of paint. Mirage drops on October twelfth on both past and current gen consoles, and we'll see if it hits that mark at that point. Grand Blue Fantasy Relink, a game that has been delayed multiple times originally announced around the beginning of the ps4's life cycle i believe it has my full attention and i've heard good things about the titles from long ago when it was first announced combat in particular reminds me of the tales of series with fast-paced action combat featuring chaining special attacks together the anime-esque art style is pleasing to the eye and it will drop on past and current gen hardware which does surprise me somewhat, but we have to remember that this game was in development since the early days of the PS4 and last gen Xbox. You have to think at that point, the developer probably thought, well, you know, we've already got this far developing for this architecture. Let's just go ahead and finish it. We might get more sales for it from people who haven't made that jump. Can't wait to play this when it finally drops this winter. Winter 2023, I should say. That could be the beginning of next year as well. Since this is like a fiscal year. Street Fighter 6 was shown again. It's going to come on June 2nd. We've shown a bit of the story. Ultros. Seems to be a trip, trippy Metroidvania. With a bright colorful world to explore. Fraught with dangerous creatures to fight. Reminiscent of a Hell Knight. That took a different route with the art style. I'm a big fan of Metroidvania. As we'll keep an eye on this. And see how it shakes up when it drops in 2024. Tower of Fantasy seems to be another JRPG that is full of different combat elements from utilizing max melee, and everything in between. The world looks vibrant and we will have to wait for more information on this title to be released. Next up a title that many people have wanted to see a sequel to for some time now from Capcom that is Dragon's Dogma 2. It looks like the It's a more polished experience. I think the original release back on the PS3, only current gen game we have, we have it on PS4 at this time, but it's just an upscale version of that. The creatures look more interesting and crisp environments pop and overall it just appears to be a vast improvement over the first title. No date for the release has been given, but I for one am excited to see what the franchise has to offer when it makes its return. Next up, we were given information about Resident Evil VR 2 that is in development, shown a little bit of the gameplay there. No date given, coming in the future sometime. Arizona Sunshine 2 is a zombie VR game I've never played or heard of, but the title does sound somewhat familiar. Marathon. This was a title by Bungie. They made a trilogy about this way back when on the PC It looks like they're bringing it back. Not a lot of information given the trailer we've shown. A guy running around with a weapon he shot killed maybe some kind of obstacle course type thing. They do have a site that they're teasing and hinting at giving stuff as people solve puzzles and everything. More time will tell what this game is actually all about. I have metered expectations because I don't know what it is but Bungie's making it hopefully it is fun and entertaining. I know they're, they're known for some of my favorite first-person shooters out there. Project Q, the internal name for the PlayStation handheld. It seems to have the um, the middle of a PS5 DualShock controller cut out and just the either side attached to a screen similar to the Switch. I do not see the draw for this in all honesty. It is going to be able to play your ps5 games over remote play which is going to mean that you're going to require an internet connection in my opinion for handheld gaming a lot of people who do that you're going to be somewhere that you don't necessarily have a strong internet connection and you're not going to be doing that in your living room or in the living room of somebody else's house unless you just let's say you visit your mom or dad and you brought that for the holidays to keep you occupied for a little while or something it's just i don't see the appeal of it but apparently sony thinks they're going to make decent money off this trying to cash in on the switch hype more than likely the final game that we were shown was spider-man 2 we were introduced to craven the hunter and then thrust into the middle of the story in queens with peter having the symbiote suit already he's at dr connor's house in queens trying to protect him from craven's i guess henchmen the gameplay seems to break from there at some point when it's revealed that the lizard is in another location and craven's men are already on him we switch over to miles and we get to play as miles a little bit there we see the gameplay ty- styles are a little bit different between miles and peter as they were in the first two games peter is much more aggressive with a symbiote suit we see him at one point speaking angrily you can hear the anger in his voice and we see him dispatching multiple enemies with the symbiote trim- tendrils at once slamming four on the ground at once and just brutally slamming others you could tell he's not holding back here as you would expect from it being filled with rage in the symbiote soup now myself i am very excited for this i love the original having grown up with the spider-man cartoons when i was a young man on saturday morning as well as reading some of the comics when I was a little bit older and finally playing those PS2 Spider-Man games where they perfected the swing mechanics and Ultimate Spider-Man. I've been a fan of the series and the games for a while. I know they're going to do it justice. The title looks fantastic. The original from the Insomniac exped- exceeded every one of my expectations. have no reason to think anything other than this will be another fantastic game from the franchise from the developer so this is Sony's premier title is going to be releasing during the fall and I I'm gonna to have to get a PS5 before this drops to be honest with you I've got to get this I'm gonna to have to play this I, I bought the original day one and played it until I had nothing else to do with that game at times just swinging around enjoying the city the spider-man games hold a special place in my heart and I can't wait to play this title well that was all that sony had to offer us in this sony playstation showcase it was a larger event as, as i stated going over an hour what did you think did you think that it was was an okay presentation was it bad what was your opinion on it in my opinion it was kind of middle of the road there wasn't a whole lot of gameplay shown off but i was happy with what we were shown it did its job it got me excited for games coming to the playstation ecosystem in the future and it's got me itching to find a ps5 and to come up with those funds to purchase one at this point but anyways wanted to get this guy out to you guys as quickly as possible since it's fresh just happened yesterday got to edit this and throw it up hopefully have something else in another week or two discussing tears of the kingdom and octopath and just what i thought about those games i hope you guys enjoyed let us know what you think rate the podcast on any of the social platforms that allow that and thank you for enjoying Peace.